At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the nightcap with tim murray and super bowl champion sean king on vsin the sports betting network Hour two of the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Super Bowl champ, a.k.a. Puckstradamus, Sean King. I am Tim Murray as Sean and I are watching Colorado. A 5-1-3. Come on, Colorado. Keep it up. 3-1 they lead with uh, 12.40 to go. They trailed 1-0 after the first period. They have outshot St. Louis to this point by 15. And uh, they had a nice stretch uh, if you went in-game on Colorado. Ooh, almost made a 4-1 right there. Uh, closing seconds in Boston, and this series will head back to Miami. 4-1 Colorado. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Boom. Sean, come in. Yeah. You said 3-1 after. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Uh, yeah. I need a base hit in the Brewers. They had bases loaded, nobody out. Now it's bases loaded, two outs. Guy swings it up. I was just assuming a, 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 a it would be dribbler. An, knowing Knowing your uh, love for Andrew McCutcheon, I was just assuming Andrew McCutcheon probably struck out free or something like that. <laughs> um, it's over in Boston, 102 to 82, the final score. That series now evened up, two games apiece. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, Sean, what that series price will flip to. Mm-hmm. Uh, entering today, depending on where you looked, I would say most of the spots was around minus 110 both ways. Yeah. Um, so it'll flip to Boston being the series favorite, but Miami has an opportunity to uh, to regain that lead. I just realized, Sean, that I will be in New England. If Boston wins this Eastern Conference Finals, I'll be in New England during the NBA Finals. Nice. Should I sneak down to a game? Uh, absolutely. I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll be cheap. Boston fans don't seem like uh, rabbit or anything like that, right? It'll probably be easy. I'll actually be in Portland, Maine for, I think, game three. Yeah. That'd be fun to watch. So we'll see. Jason Tatum, 31-8 and eight tonight. Not a bad performance there yeah. from Jason Tatum over on his player prop. So a lot of people out there. Uh, like the Jason Tatum bounce back angle tonight, and he got it. A uh, huge first half. I think he had 24 at the half, Sean, and uh, finishes with 31. So very solid performance for Jason Tatum. As you mentioned, you know, in that first hour, it wasn't a situation, Sean, where he was, you know, lighting it up from three. He was uh, one for seven, but finishes with 31 points. And the Celtics now make it 102 to 82. That series even up two games apiece. As for the Western Conference Finals, that has been 
all Golden State. They're up three games to none and an opportunity to complete a four-game sweep tomorrow night uh, over the Dallas Mavericks. They are a one-point underdog right now. Let's head out to the Bay Area and bring in our good friend Dieter Kurtenbach from the San Jose Mercury News, also contributor to KNBR. Uh, Dieter, when you look at this Warriors team, I was talking about it to Sean a little bit earlier in the show. We know about Steph and to an extent Clay, even though it, you know, he's he's had a lot of injuries, he's kind of lost a step a little bit. But the 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 thing that is so impressive about the Warriors is you just don't know who might step up. You might get a Kevon Looney big time performance or a Jordan Poole, or you might get Andrew Wiggins showing like he's the number one overall pick that he once was. <laughs> so, you know, when you look at this Warriors team, Top to bottom, I think the depth of it has to be one of the most uh, impressive and encouraging things for the Warriors moving forward. Well, it's certainly been a big asset in this series against the Mavericks because they wanted to do more or less the opposite of what Dallas does, which is everything revolves around Luka and Luka giveth and Luka taketh away from, <laughs> from the Dallas offense. Uh, and, and certainly on defense, he's giving a lot more than he, than he gets. But uh, it's... The strength in numbers thing is kind of corny. The Warriors did it for so many years, even when they had Kevin Durant on the team, and you didn't really need the strength to come from numbers. But uh, I'd add out a Porter into the mix of yep. the players that you just mentioned. Um, he's been he's been fantastic, and uh, the Warriors going up 3-0. I think there's a sneaky value to that. Uh, I don't know if they'll they'll go do the sweep, but it, this series is over. It's just a matter of how long. NBA Finals start on June 2nd, regardless of the circumstance in the Eastern Conference or if the Warriors sweep. So that gives Otto Porter roughly 10 days to get his foot, which bothered him in, in game three, get that right, if at all possible. And uh, x-rays came up negative yesterday. So he's a guy who can score it in the mid-range. Uh, they've used him at the five before to, uh, to, to give them some minutes there because they are an undersized team. But the guy you got to mention is, is Moses Moody, who was called into action in game two uh, and, and really shined. He's a rookie. He's out of Arkansas. He's 19 years old, but there's a polish to his game. Uh, it, it's not where it will be eventually. I mean, there is a ceiling, there is a talent potential there, but there's a very high floor as well. And Jonathan Kaminga has been sitting on the bench in this series. I'd expect him to be a factor in the NBA finals, just because there's going to be a little bit more size there. Can't really divide by zero. Dallas has no size whatsoever, at least tangible size on the floor. Uh, so Jonathan Kaminga hasn't been needed. They, they're really deep, but they have to be that deep because I think, as you noted, I mean, Clay has taken a step back or two. He he's, might have more in the tank, but we won't see that until next year. Draymond has been lost in this series for stretches. Uh, Andrew Wiggins has been arguably the most consistent player on this team outside of Steph in the postseason, And that's wonderful for Andrew Wiggins, who has really shown everybody that his game has, uh, it really takes to the playoffs that he has that sort of temperament and certainly the two way skill set. But Andrew Wiggins still, I mean, the stigma remains and it should remain to a certain degree. Like is Andrew Wiggins, a guy you want to be relying on to have big games every single night. They have to win on the aggregate. They don't have, a six foot eight, six foot nine dude who can score off the bounce, rise and fire over anybody else, a Jimmy Butler or more specifically a Jason Tatum type. And, uh, and that means that they have to win through the system. And if you're winning through the system, that means that you got to have a lot of guys who can run it and run it effectively. It looks like the Warriors do have that, but we will see what happens when the matchup is, is finalized out of the Eastern Conference because what we're seeing against Dallas, I, I don't know how much of that carries forward into the NBA Finals. 
Uh, Dieter, what is it about the culture there in Golden State? It, it seems like whatever free agents they bring in, whatever trades they make, and outside of Wiseman, it seems like even their draft picks, everyone goes there and reaches their full potential. Like, what is it about? Is it Steve Kerr? Is it Steph Curry? Is it a combination? Like, what is it that makes this Golden State so, uh, team so special from a culture standpoint? It's those two guys, and I think Draymond Green deserves more credit in that conversation as well. Because when you have Steve Kerr, who is an elite culture builder, uh, somebody who um, just creates a culture of inclusion and positivity, but also accountability and some tough nosedness. I mean, we've seen Steve Kerr blow his gasket more than a few times on the sidelines throughout the year. This guy's not some patsy who's going to be run over uh, or taken advantage of. Um, so that that's huge. I mean, it, it is really hard to be an NBA head coach and to be able to be competent, much less excellent at seemingly all the things that are being thrown at. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare nba head coach you can make the argument that kerr is excellent at all of those things and he's having a masterful series from a tactician standpoint curry is the offense curry is everything to the Warriors. He's not only a culture setter, uh, no ego superstar, uh, works as hard as anybody in the building, but he also creates so much room and so much opportunity for all of the other players on the Warriors court. And, and that, that's the system. That's the system that Steve Kerr wanted to facilitate. And it's the system that has done the Warriors exceptionally well, certainly in the past and, and even more so this year when they've been really relying on the system. They don't have that safety outlet in the Kevin Durant who can just get in the ball and who cares about the system? He's, he's, he's so good. He'll just score on anybody's head. They have to win through ball movement. They have to win through execution on high picks and back screens and, and being more tactically diverse than most other squads and adjustments that are made throughout the game. And Curry makes that possible because he's not, um, he's not begging for the ball. He, he doesn't require the ball in his hands to make things happen. He, he has bought in hook, line, and sinker from day one to this system of egalitarianism that Kerr has pushed. And then on the defensive side, when they have Draymond Green playing at his best, he's the defensive system. And everything revolves around Draymond on the defensive side. We've seen Dallas's matchup zone. That's just what the Warriors do with Draymond Green. I mean, and, and, and they just certainly, they certainly don't execute it to the level the Warriors can when Draymond Green is there. The Warriors are at their best when they're turning defense into offense. They're at their best when they're playing fast. They're at their, their best when it is chaos on the court. That is where Steph and Draymond and I think Steve Kerr thrive. And, and Clay Thompson comes along for the ride too and does pretty well 
for himself in that environment. And it allows the Warriors that no matter how far they're down because of the three-point shot, because of their ability to turn it on on defense and to create immediate offense out of it, and, and certainly the experience that they've shown and, and inherently have from going to five straight NBA finals, that combined with the system, combined with those players, it's hard to fail. It's hard to fail in that environment. No one's asking too much of you. No one's asking you to save a franchise. The franchise has good, solid footing. You just have to figure out a way to fit in inside of that. And for those who are smart and those who can put their ego aside, um, it, it is a really impressive thing to watch them assimilate and integrate into Golden State system. Jordan Poole has done an incredible job. Obviously, Kaminga has done a great job. Uh, and the veterans that are about it, um, so we can think of some that haven't been, like a, a Kelly Oubre, but a guy like Otto Porter, uh, guys who are about it, guys who understand the ins and outs of the game of basketball, uh, they take it to it like a fish in water. And uh, it's huge that they're able to get that cheap labor because they're paying those top-end guys so much money year after year. They need guys who can just fit in, and they, they've done a really good job of doing that going into this season. Dieter, we got 30 seconds. The way they're playing right now, do the Warriors win the title? They should be the odds-on favorite as they currently are. I think if it's Boston, we need to have a deeper conversation. <laughs> if it's Miami, I think if it's Miami, I feel very comfortable having money on the Golden State Warriors. If it's the Boston Celtics, we will talk then. We will talk <laughs> then if it is the Boston Celtics. Dieter, great stuff as always, man. We appreciate it. Anytime, guys. Talk soon. There he is, Dieter Kurtenbach from the San Jose Mercury News. Celtics evening up their series against the Heat with a 20-point win. Abs leading by three. Come on back on the nightcap. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly it is the nightcap here on Vison. sean is uh Woo! sweating things out got out of a bases loaded two out situation royals lined out to right field so so remind the folks what you've got going on i need the brewers to win the game okay the Bre diamondbacks to Bre win the game brewers are in san diego and the abs diamondbacks are taking on the royals at home yes. and the abs are up 4-1 right now late in the second period so I have abs, money line, and puck line, but I just need the Brewers and the Diamondbacks to win. All right. So I need all of your energy. Channel it this way, and let's get those two games home. Brewers and Diamondbacks. Brewers, Diamondbacks, abs. That's what we're waiting on. All right. Let's get her done. Sounds, let's pull for Sean's pockets. I, I'm with you on the abs. We, uh, we played that in-game together, and we've had four goals here in this third period. You were off on your prediction, so uh, I mean, <laughs> step it it's up. It's not Sean. over. Well, no, you said 3-1. I changed it to 5-1, oh, so it's not over. Right. You made an amendment. 
What we don't want it to get to is 4-2. No. Uh, Colorado, uh, is it St. Louis on a power play? Yeah, St. Louis looks like on a power play right now. Um, so, just real quickly, I want to hit on the uh, the series price, uh, the adjusted series price. Boston minus 150 now. Miami. St. Louis score, by plus the way. 1-3. 4-2. It's all right. At least the power play is over. It's all right. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Boston winning tonight, covering the 6.5, the under coming home with ease. In that one, uh, lines are out for Wednesday in Miami. Boston is a road favorite, minus one or one and a half. DraftKings has it at one. You mentioned that total, Sean, down to two or three and a half. Yeah, I was wondering we was hovering around 07, and because of the lopsidedness of every game, like it's hard to go over a total when one team's in the uh, 70s and 80s. And the one game I bet under, of course, it goes sailing <laughs> over. Just the way it works. But, yes, the total now down to 203.5. It closed 205.5 tonight. Uh, We just had 184 points. The total actually opened 208.5 and moved three points to the under. And uh, you still, if you followed the steam, as our good friend Josh Applebaum would say, you were good. Uh, Easy winner on the under there. Uh, as uh, as Boston wins. So once again, Boston now minus 150 to win the series uh, at DraftKings, plus 130 on the other side for Miami. If you think they can uh, pull this sucker out, we will see injuries are uh, the name of the game in this this series. Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, Kyle Lowry's been banged up. He played tonight. Jimmy Butler's been banged up. He played tonight, but uh, neither were very effective. So um, take a little side uh, break from uh, from the NBA and the NHL, Sean, to uh, to talk about <laughs> <laughs> something that... Uh, this is crazy. That Well, it, it's crazy. No, it's crazy. But it's also not because I know how people bet. So Aaron Oster, our producer, found this uh, tweet today that Trey Lance, who is not even the starting quarterback in San Francisco at this point in time, has drawn more money to win NFL MVP at Caesars than Aaron Rodgers and Patrick's Patrick Mahomes combined. A couple years ago, what was it, two years ago? I think it was two years ago, Sean, mm-hmm. here in Vegas, Chicago Bear fans were firing. For Justin Fields? Mitch Trubisky. Oh, wow. To win. Uh, that did not fare all that well. This feels like another situation. People are trying to find that long shot, that quarterback who, for a good team, that could be the guy who wins it. He was 60 to 1 at DraftKings. He has dropped to 50 to 1. I'll be honest, you look at this list that we're going to show you of, of guys to win the MVP. If I had to take a 50 to 1 shot, I mean, I'd rather throw it on. Kirk Cousins and Trey Lance. We at least know Kirk Cousins is the starting quarterback in San Francisco in his respective spot. Um, do you want to use your line of uh, no shot on Trey Lance? No shot. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 50 to 1 should be like, does he start more games than Jimmy Garoppolo this year? Like, come on, man. It's ridiculous. Not buying into it? Come on. You know year, what I thought of the actual year, draft pick. Year two, first, uh, first year as a starter. Come on now, Sean. Yeah, we need to get Colorado to, to get back on the, the uh, engine here too. 
All right, but looking at this list. So I'm looking at the list. What Lamar what? Jackson. But you don't like the Ravens. I don't. This year. I'm just looking at value. Okay. Lamar Jackson, simply because if he gets Baltimore to a playoff berth this year with having nothing mm-hmm. after them trading Hollywood Brown, he'll be he'll get real consideration. So um who else on the Matt Ryan? I could see Matt Ryan having a huge year with Jonathan Taylor as his running back. So my question with Matt Ryan, the odds intrigue me at 40 to 1. I, I've already bet the Colts to win the division at even money. Um, however, I I don't know what type of offense. Is he going to be able to put up big enough numbers knowing that out, that offense is going to be so predicated on Jonathan Taylor? But I, don't th- I think it was predicated running. on Jonathan Taylor last year because of their – Fear of Carson Wentz. Well, that's trying your, not that's to let, guy. Trying not to let Wentz. Captain Carson for the Commanders. Yeah, he'd be a better player there. But they're going to be aggressive with Matt. Like They're going to push the ball down the field. Because when you can consistently do that, then it forces those safeties to play at greater depth, which now enhances your run game. So I think that was more of a safety net to help Carson stay out of making big mistakes. And they'll be a lot more aggressive with Matt Ryan. So Aaron Oster takes his uh, $100, he puts it down on the table. Mm-hmm. What MVP bet are you making? Are you doing Russell Wilson 14 to 1? Russell Wilson 14 to 1. Yep. Cuz Russell's well liked, people love him. He's never won never it. Never won it. If Denver is rolling, like people think they're going to be rolling, then there'll be a lot of sentiment because Russell represents the shield in the correct and proper way to to get him an MVP. So I could see that one happen. What about Derek Carr, twenty-two to one, with all of the weapons that they now have, with Devontae Adams, uh, with Darren Waller, with Hunter Renfro? Uh, no shot. Really? No. No shot. At twenty-two to one? No, I don't. I don't think. You don't think you can put up big enough numbers? Nah, I just think in his in his division. I mean, he's got Russell. He's got Patrick. Yeah, he's oh, got Patrick Mahomes. I, he's got Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. I mean. Yeah, he is at twenty-two to one. It's interesting when you look at. I need bigger odds than that. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean because Justin's at ten, Patrick's at plus nine, Can and t- Russell's at fourteen. Yeah, I, a, I need forty or fifty to one on Derek Carr. What about Brady? Brady put up gaudy numbers last year. I think if he had played up the retirement angle, I think he would have had a good chance to win it. He had his best numbers ever. He did lose a lot of offensive linemen in front of him. Mm-hmm. Ken Brady, I mean, he's defied all logic anyways, Sean. I know the numbers aren't, you know, 10 to 1 is not something that you're racing to fire on. Yeah, for Brady's MVP, got a shot to but win But it's it. Tom Brady. And at some point, this is going to end. I was, you know, we talked about it midseason, and I was kicking myself for not making an in-season play on Tom Brady. And then Aaron Rodgers, you know, went off and ultimately grabbed the award again. But if we are under the belief that this could be it for Tom Brady and he puts up some pretty good numbers as St. Louis scores again. Yeah, I don't know what Colorado was doing on the power play defense, but it was awful. Um, so well, Russell we score Will- some goals over there. Russell Wilson at 14-1 to 1 mm-hmm. would be the most. Yep. I, I can't, yeah, if Aaron, I can't disagree if you, with yeah, that. You told Aaron to give me 100 and pick one of those guys. Yeah. Russell Wilson. Okay. Because they like him. And he's never won it. So if he has a great year, I can see him, yeah. I don't know if you guys are watching this hockey game. What is Colorado doing? 
Well, there's the over, by the way. Uh, there's seven goals. So uh, go ahead and cash your over in the Colorado and St. Louis uh, game. And This will be tragic if Colorado loses this. Uh, this would not be fun. I wouldn't enjoy it. We were uh, we were maybe peacocking a little too early here, Sean. Well, 4-1, I mean. It was 4-1 with Colorado and a backup goalie. I was feeling pretty good about where we stood. Now my puck line is in jeopardy. So Tampa earlier tonight took a uh, completed a sweep of Florida, winning two to nothing. Swoop them up out of there. Sean got his puck line on uh, a empty netter with 22 seconds to go. Hashtag never in doubt. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we're gonna have a little bit of a review. It looks like in this uh, St. Oh, Louis. They game. might have been in the uh, in the zone there. I hope they were. Wipe it off. Oh yeah, he's he's got his stick on the. Yes, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah Cheaters. That. Cheaters. Yeah, that's cheating. Well, the PGA Championship had quite the finish over the weekend. How did the books fare with Justin Thomas pulling it out and Mito Pereira falling apart? Patrick Everson next. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Two periods in the books. I liked 4-1 better. I will still take 4-3. That is the score. Avalanche leading the Blues after two periods. If you played the over, well, you're good. You don't do anything else. It's over. Cashed. Uh, Earlier tonight, Tampa Bay winning 2-0. Under in that game, Tampa completing a four-game sweep of the President's Trophy winning Florida Panthers and the Boston Celtics evening up that series at two games apiece. At Westgate right now, the Celtics minus 170 to win that series on the buyback, Miami at plus 150. So we got to get the refs in the hockey game to stop cheating us because both Blues goals <laughs> came on the power play. <laughs> we got a five-on-three goal, too. So uh, let's bring in our good friend Patrick Everson, a, uh, a, a, Denver, a son of Denver, Colorado. So I know he's probably pulling for his abs tonight uh, after two periods. But, uh, Patrick, let's start uh, with what we saw over the weekend. And once again, you can always follow Patrick's great work at Patrick E underscore Vegas props.com. Check out that website. Mito Pereira, uh, as high as we saw Rufus Peabody had it at 300 to one, uh, still a pretty long shot and looked like he was going to bring it on home. And then he did not. Of course, Justin Thomas uh, wins it in a playoff over Will Zalatoris. What was the, uh, the overall thinking in books as those final couple holes played out, how was the result of JT winning and not the long shot of Pereira? Well, I can tell you just from the back and forth. First off, thanks, Tim, to you and Sean for having me on on Monday night. I graciously appreciate it. But I can say a lot of my insights over the course of the week came from Neil Fitzroy, who's a golf odds maker. He joins Jeff Sherman over there as golf odds makers at the Superbook. And obviously, pre-tournament, we weren't talking about Mito Pereira at all, uh, mainly because I had no idea about him. But Neil was familiar with him. Neil Fitzroy is familiar with him. And he, he pointed out on Saturday night, he's like, look, this guy hasn't come out of nowhere. His odds were long. And his odds were long at the Super Bowl. Not quite as long as Circus. That's 301. What a peach of a ticket. And I just feel awful that Rufus did not cash that. But um, he, like, he said, look, this guy, he, had a, he was a three-win promotion off the Corn Ferry Tour last year. Uh, he was racking it. He said he racked up ten, top tens as soon as he got in. Um, he was in the seven-way bronze medal playoff at the Olympics. And then to pointing straight to Rufus, 
he said this on Saturday night, Neil did. He's a darling of the golf analytics crowd. And because of that, he was actually a small loser for the Superbook if he had gone on and won. But Neil said, we have several tickets out there at 200 to 1 and 150 to 1. And obviously, as you mentioned, Tim, that 300 to 1 shot that Rufus had, and there were some others, uh, you know, darling of the golf analytics crowd, like Neil said. So I know at the Superbook, they wanted to avoid him perhaps not as much as they wanted to avoid JT though. Mm. And they really, I, I don't think they saw that coming in, but Neil said Saturday night, he said, we're rooting against sync. We're rooting against Pereira. We are rooting against Justin Thomas. We'll take anyone else. And at the time, Thomas is down seven shots during the round final round. I believe he was down eight at one point. And, you know, he scratches out of 367. The field comes back to him. He gets to a playoff and wins. So, not an ideal result at the Superbook. And I'm sure that, you know, as much as we saw, you know, Rufus's ticket and some of the other heartbreak tickets of people who had, uh, you know, who got in early on Pereira or, you know, at least earlier, even if it was after Thursday night, you could start getting them at 50 or so. Um, we saw some of the in-play tickets from yesterday. I saw a few, like, people who took JT on the 10th hole when he was, you know, six or seven shots back yeah. or whatever he was at that point at a pretty large number. So, uh, some people got in on the in-game on that at multiple books and cashed out on JT as well at a pretty good number. One final thought on the PGA before we uh, turn away from it. Scotty Scheffler misses the cut, uh, but Tiger Woods does make the cut, uh, but doesn't, you know, and then he uh, uh, stepped away after the <laughs> 79 in the third round. Uh, overall, how are those props? Because it was a pretty juicy price here at Circa, um, Patrick. I'm not sure if you got insight on it, uh, on uh, on Thursday after his first round. It was like plus 375 for him to make the cut. So Tiger making the cut, Scotty missing the cut. Uh, were those good or bad results uh, for the books uh, around town? Well, again, in this case, I talked to Superbook on specifically to the Woods yeah. making the cut prop, and Neil said, hey, it was actually pretty good two-way action on that. Uh, now, uh, you know, it, 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 this was one that they pulled off the board going Thursday into Friday, you know, pre-turn, but they basically had it up until the tournament started and, and then took it down, but it was two way action there. There were a couple of matchups that were pretty key for the Superbook. Uh, one was tiger against Reed in which they needed tiger. And the other was Rick uh, Fowler against tiger in which they needed Fowler. So they went one and one mm -hmm. on those, uh, on those two matchups. With regard to Scheffler, this is one I talked about with Scott Shelton uh, at BetMGM Nevada on Friday night, and he said, "Getting or on Thursday night before the second round, you know, before Scheffler failed to make the cut, and he's like, we need Scheffler out of there in the worst way. They had gotten hammered on Scheffler for months, so they were happy to see Scheffler go, and 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 I think generally speaking, most books are probably." Uh, okay with with Tiger going, you know, getting to the weekend and then, you know, not be and being a non-factor and obviously not playing at all in the final round. Talking once again to our good friend at Props.com, Patrick Everson at Patrick E underscore Vegas. Let's get to the NBA. Celtics win tonight. They are now uh, back as the series favorite, minus 170. Uh, the Warriors, though, running away from the Mavericks up 3-0 and odds on uh, everywhere you look to win the title. I think I saw Jeff Sherman just tweet out, uh, some interesting things over at the Superbook uh, with updated odds uh, there. We've got minus 150 for the Warriors, plus 250 for the Celtics, a potential series price uh, between Celtics and Warriors. This would be great. Plus 110 for the Celtics, minus 130 for the Warriors. Uh, where are the books standing right now uh, with these remaining four teams and, uh, you know, liability-wise? 
sure. So I get, I just talked about this today with uh, with the national folks at BetMGM for an update that is up on Props.com right now. Dang. And hang on, let me get to the let me get to the right uh, the right page here. And obviously, as you pointed out, Sam, the Warriors have kind of tightened their grip on the favorite here. Uh, they're minus uh, they were minus a buck forty five right now at BetMGM. The Celtics, the Celtics were the number three choice pregame today. Basically, what's been happening is as each game of the Celtics Heat series unfolds, they flip flop between being the second and third choice on the NBA championship odds board. So since the Celtics won tonight, the Celtics are again number two at uh, at plus two thirty at BetMGM. And really what they're saying, uh, Seamus McGee, BetMGM sports trader, said the Warriors are the biggest remaining liability for the book. And in fact, his peer there at BetMGM said a few days ago, Christian Cipollini, another sports trader for BetMGM, said any team but the Warriors winning would be good for the book. So they're just they're they're rooting against Golden State. And you know, Golden State could be had in, in preseason odds at BetMGM. They were 12 to 1 at some books. I think they may have been long. I'm sure they're probably longer than that. And even before the playoffs started, you could still get the Warriors at 10 to 1. Um, so, you know, a few people got in there with some juicy tickets. And uh, uh, although the biggest one on the Warriors that BetMGM had was 125,000, somebody jumped in late, probably during the first round at some point at plus 360. So. Mm. They're just trying to dodge Golden State. There's some big tickets, some semi-big tickets out there on Miami and Dallas and Boston, but they would eat all those to avoid Golden State winning the championship. What about finals MVP? Where are we at there? Well, again, going right back to the Golden State Warriors, in many ways, five of the top 10 guys, they've got 27 players listed, Bet MGM does, and five of them are Warriors, and they, and they sit in positions one, four, five, and six. And I'm sure you can guess number one is Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. He's sitting plus one. He's sitting plus 150, and he's the loser. Uh, again, this is from Christian Cipollini at BetMGM. Said Stephen Curry, the betting favorite to win MVP, and would be a loser for the sportsbook. Any other player winning the award would be a good outcome at this point. Curry finally is he's number one in money now, but it took a while. There was so much money and tickets that came in on Giannis and Devin Booker that it took a while for Curry and Tatum to finally overtake those guys and ticket the money long after they'd been, you know, they both had been eliminated from the playoffs. So it's kind of a fascinating situation, but they're rooting against Curry there. And there's one, I think a noteworthy big mover there. And that's Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole opened hundred to one. He's now 18 to one. And that makes him one, two, three, four, five, the sixth choice on the board right now. Talking once again to Patrick Everson, Patrick, before we let you run, we got about a minute. What's uh, what's the latest, on uh, on the Stanley Cup uh, liability uh, in the books across across the country, right? And I think this you know this this will vary a little bit from book to book and, and some regional biases that creep in. But you know I I've heard from multiple books over the course of the season for the article that I update all season long on Props.com that just focuses on Stanley Cup odds, just kind of a running piece that we update. And multiple books have said over the course of the season the Avalanche were going to be a problem even though the Avalanche were a relatively, I mean, they were the shortest price pretty much all season long. Um, and again, this is coming from BetMGM today. Uh, Avalanche, obviously, you know, short. I, I'm trying to, I'm double checking their number right now. Plus 145, Lightning plus 250. And now the Lightning are in, you know, they're, 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 they've, yeah. they've made the next step to the, uh, uh, to the conference finals. But the Avalanche are the liability there at BetMGM. That's the team they're trying to avoid. He is Patrick Everson. He's the best in the biz at what he does, covering all things sports gambling. At Patrick E underscore Vegas, props.com, at PropsUS, the new Twitter handle as well. Patrick, as always, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon.
Absolutely. You two gentlemen have a great week. There he is, Patrick Everson. We'll get you those updated NBA playoff odds next. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $39, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. For the next few months, well, they're going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it. That includes Adam Burke's daily MLB Best Bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil breaking all the action down on the ice, plus... NFL preseason coverage, including why Sean will bet Trey Lance 50 to 1 to win NFL MVP. <laughs> uh, golf, UFC, uh, everything you need if you want that full VEASAN experience, which also features the Daily Best Bets emails, which I got to give a shout out to our guy, Scott Seidenberg, off the look ahead. He is red hot, and he just tweeted this out. His picks uh, are 9 and 0. Oh. A little run there, four eighteen and two. You get that in the best bets email. Also, if you just good job, Scotty, stick around and listen to the look ahead. So Scott's crushing it. We get the point spread weekly, thirty nine bucks. Veasan slash summer. So yes, yeah, Scotty, man, I, I tweeted out the uh, the the gift from uh, was it Austin Powers three uh, when Doctor Evil said Scotty's on fire. I think that is that's what Scott is right now. So give him a follow. Scott's on air. Uh, he's crushing it right now. Uh, with uh, with MLB best bets, and uh, you get those uh, in the little uh, in the emails that we put out as well. If you're a subscriber at Bet Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare start of the third period four to three uh colorado leading st louis both sean and i went in game a little plus money action after the first period i was feeling great at four to one feeling not as super duper right now. Uh, <laughs> and uh, keep the faith. Keep also, the faith. also for uh, Puckster Damas, it was pregame on the puck line uh, for him with the abs. Uh, early so, goal here would be great. It would be nice. Yeah, it make me feel a lot better about yeah. myself. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be stupendous. Uh, we got some baseball going on. Sean sweating out like ninety things, like he always does. Uh, I just want to get real quickly a rundown here. Uh, I mentioned it in our last interview to uh, to Patrick. Um, but uh, Jeff Sherman over at the Westgate has uh, thrown out some updated odds after tonight's Boston win 
over the Miami Heat, 102 to 82. Under in that one, Boston winning. Uh, your NBA futures odds Warriors minus 150, Celtics plus 250, Heat plus 525, Mavericks 80 to 1. Your updated conference finals series prices Celtics minus 170, Heat plus 150. Mavs are 30 to 1, if you believe they can become the first team in NBA history to go overcome a 3 0 deficit. And the uh, Warriors are minus 10,000. Mm-hmm. Series price uh, matchups Celtics plus 110, Warriors minus 130, Heat plus 200, Warriors minus 240. So there you go. Anything interests you? No. Celtics plus 250? Yeah, that ain't bad. That, that's the only thing that would be a yeah, little interesting. But you just feel like. You could have got them twenty-five to one. You well, that and, and we when we had JVT uh, on a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about some futures odds, and you know JVT's sitting. I think he's sitting. I don't know if he has a. I can't remember. I don't, don't quote me. I don't know if he has a Warriors future. I know he had Dallas. I felt like he had. He had Miami, and yeah. he had he had Miami to win the East, Boston to win it all, and Dallas to win the championship. So, um, but. Celtics a plus two fifty. That would be the only of intrigue, but maybe you just go game by game uh, in that series if we get that series. Um, I- I'm going to sit back. I got the Celtics plus one twenty. I'll just sit on that to win the. Uh, to I win think this you're series. safe there. I like the. Celtics. I hope so. Um, yeah, we'll see uh, yeah. after this. Uh, see what happens down in Miami. I mean, this series has just been so wacky. Um, so we will see. By the way, I do think uh, quick update uh, on Miami. They did, Sean, win the fourth quarter. So they now have won okay. three quarters. They won three quarters. Good, good job. Didn't matter this time. No, it did not. <laughs> <laughs> they have won three quarters in three games, and they have won two games. Or Sorry, three quarters in four games, and they have won two of those games. So once again, uh, game number two, or game number five, where's my head at, uh, is coming up on Wednesday night. And right now it looks like Boston is laying a point and a half. Uh, at Westgate, it's a pick here. So if you like uh, Boston, it's a pick here at Circa. All right. Um, interesting news coming out in the NFL today. Last year, remember, we had the in-season hard knocks. It was... Did you watch that? I don't think I watched an episode. I watched a couple, and then when uh, the Jacksonville game happened, I watched that episode because I wanted to see how they reacted to I it. I got you. I didn't watch any of that. I feel like once the season starts, I got enough stuff. I know. It's hard. You know, to be looking at and concerned with. So, um, But they're going to go with the Arizona Cardinals this year. So if you're wondering, the Detroit Lions are the, the preseason uh, hard knocks with yeah. Dan Campbell. Right. And then in season, it will be Arizona. So real quick, <laughs> Warren Sharp pointed this out on Twitter. Under Cliff Kingsbury, weeks one through seven, the Cardinals are 15-5-1. That is the NFL's second-best winning percentage. Weeks eight through the remainder of the season, that's when this in-season hard knocks kicks in. They're 9-20, and 20, the NFL's fourth-worst Winning percentage in the past what could go wrong? handful of years. So yeah, what could what could go wrong? Oh, by the way, uh, Kyler Murray not uh, reporting for voluntary workouts. So um, so things me... are going well in Arizona right now, Sean. I just don't know what Kyler's thinking. 
What's the what's the point? What am I missing? Uh, Why is he mad? Last time Kyler Murray he wants a contract played an That's NFL right. game. He was nineteen to thirty four, one hundred thirty seven yards, zero touchdowns, two picks, two rushes for six yards. That was that was that was his numbers. The last time that Arizona played a game and the playoff loss to the Rams, that's what he put up. And so now I'm not coming to OTAs. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. I mean, a guy like Aaron Rodgers who's run multiple MVPs, won a Super Bowl, been to an I mean, that's different. Like they started out seven and zero last year and finished four and six. So I just I don't get, and I I think this is terrible for him. Because everybody that I know that knows him says he's entitled, he's kind of like a brat, you know, he's kind of got like that kind of personality, and that's going to expose it. Oh, bad body language, it's just going to expose it. Oh, man. Would you bet under eight and a half wins for the Cardinals this year in that division? In free agency, the Cardinals added Hollywood Brown, Yep, traded their first round pick away for Hollywood Brown. They lost uh, Connors. Yep, to Miami, the running back. No, James Connors still in the roster. Not James Connor, the uh, Chase. Chase went to Miami. Oh, uh, Edwards. Yeah, he went to Miami. Him and uh, Mostert. I don't know, man. I, I just I don't know the because the Seahawks are going to be bad. I know, and then that's what I'm thinking about the division. So the thing is. Uh, I don't know what San Francisco's got going on with Trey Lance. I mean, obviously, some people think they want MVP. That's the most ludicrous thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. But uh, that's probably the bigger deal with me. And, and if the Rams have some kind of Super Bowl layover, mm-hmm. you know, that city, that kind of accomplishment, you know, are they going to be as locked in and wired in as they were, you know, this past season? So. If they drop a little, then Arizona could kind of default win it. But I just don't see them having a lot of success. Like this Kyler situation, just yeah. Like I mean, I don't, I don't get bad. it. Like I just, like I just wish he, I wish I would, I knew him like on a level where I could be like, bro, what have you done to sit out and miss the OTAs? So based <laughs> off of, um... and not in a disrespectful way, just in like a, if you're gonna ever have success in this league, like you're gonna have to be the leader of the team. Like, you stunk it up the last time you played. That could be different if he played. Yeah, that playoff game. Was you know, a, a tremendous horrendous. game. You know, like, and then they just they lost a, a shootout to the Rams. He played like, it was bad. It was bad. So based off of Vegas win totals, the Arizona Cardinals have the twenty fourth easiest, or if you want to flip it, they have the eighth most challenging schedule in the NFL this year. Um, What's their total? Eight and a half? I'm surprised it's that low. Yeah, I thought me it, too. I, I thought, thought it would be higher. nine or nine and a half. Maybe they're presuming Tyler doesn't play the whole year. Very possible. Either but, whether it be injury but or... But I tell you this, man. I, you know, there's going to be a lot of scrutiny on Kyler Murray and on the handsome one on the sidelines, Cliff Kingsbury, if I they agree. have another meltdown midway through the season. And guess what? We'll be able to watch it all. Yep, we will. We're right here. <laughs> it's like we're watching these abs right now Come trying on, to abs. get me this puck line. Come on, fellas. Make it happen. Well, I know you're excited about this. I'm super excited. Our good friend, we're not talking Maction like we did last August. <laughs> Damn. But Pamela Maldonado is going to join us next 
Gonna get her latest thoughts on, yes indeed, the French Open. It's the nightcap here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.